Hey, everyone. Welcome to the More Wine and Music podcast, the podcast where we discuss early music um, history of American music over a glass of wine. I want to welcome everybody. I am Harriet Westmore, your podcast host. I'm hoping everyone had a um, pretty good weekend so far. My weekend has been very busy for the last two days. So, but it's all good. It's all good. I'm here and I'm raring to go. Um, Before I get into this week's episode, I want everybody to um, subscribe and hit that like and hit that share button and um, go on to www.morewineandmusic.com where you can become a subscriber. And if you're interested in becoming a um, guest on the show to discuss some of your uh, uh, expertise on any um, early uh, artists um, of American music, um, you can go on to the website, hit that appointment um, icon and set up an appointment and I will um, get in touch with you. All right. So um, before we get started, I want to part of this podcast is wine and music. So I'm going to tell you what I'm drinking today. It is called um, Capuchon. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, but what it is, is a white wine blend. So it's not that sweet, but it's not um, dry either. So, so that's, that's my choice of uh, wine this week. All right. This episode, I'm going to be talking about the um, blues singer, Blind Blake. Blind Blake was uh, known as the king of the East Coast Piedmont blues, which is another style of blues um, that was very popular in the early 20s and 30s. All right. Um, Arthur Blake, um, also known as Blind Blake, was born. Not sure what the month of when he was born, but... It looks like he was born in the year of 1896. Um, He was known as an American blues and ragtime singer and guitarist. Um, His birthplace was listed as Jacksonville, Florida. And really, as with a lot of the early um, blues artists, little is pretty much known. No record was really kept about a lot of these artists' early life. So, and Blind um, Blake is no exception. Um, Again, you know, he said there was some documentation that says that he was either born in Jacksonville, Florida, or around Newport News. So, I mean, (laughs) it's, that's kind of a, that's kind of a stretch so it's not, you know, Jacksonville, Florida is not close to Newport News, Virginia. So uh, I, I don't know. But and uh, they say that there was his source was his name was Arthur Phelps. Which, you know, again, nobody knows. Again, the records, good records wasn't uh, kept in the early days. Um, according to Paramount Records, some of the records um, 
material that was um, who actually recorded some of Blind Blake's records um, indicated that he was born blind. And um, and it seems that he lived in various places during the period that he was young. Um, He seemed to have had relatives in Patterson, Georgia. Some authors have written that in one recording, he slipped into uh, Gullah Geechee, which indicates that he has some Geechee, which means that he was, um, which is a dialect that was, is very um, well indoctrinated in the uh, Southern, the coast of Carolinas and into Georgia. So if you go to somewhere like, um, side note, if you go somewhere like around Myrtle Beach, well, around um, Hilton Head, some of the outlines of Hilton Head, um, you go into the lowlands of South Carolina and into Georgia. That is a community and it's called um, um, the Gullah, Gullah Geechee, which was really um, known as um came from West African slaves that uh, was inhabited there after they were brought from um, Africa, West Africa. Um, what's so interesting about those slaves, they were able to stay close to their actual culture, whereas the rest of um, the slaves that were brought over here, um, they lost their dialect, they lost their culture, but um, the Gullah Geechee people from um, western part of uh, Africa, they were who settled in those lowlands down there in South Carolina and into Georgia. Um, they were able to keep intact their actual um, culture, um, their their uh, their speech, their clothing, all the customs that that uh, was um, in their homeland in West Africa, they was able to maintain that. And that's why um, there's a certain dialect. If you live in that um, area, if you go visit, um, they, they it, it's, it's a certain dialect that they have. They talk fast and they talk into it in, in a different uh, dialect that you can't understand. And that's called Gullah Geechee. Now I, I did a, um, I'm doing side notes here. I did a, um, DNA because I wanted to trace some of my heritage and um, on my mom's side I remember some of the DNA that I saw some of the uh, that I may have um, some uh, Gullah Geechee um, uh, history in my family because some of the um, Africa that I saw on on the map, according to my DNA, was from western part of um, Africa. But so that that's that that's that's basically what the what Gullah or Geechee dialect is. Um, let's see. Blind Blake is a figure of enormous importance in American music. Not only was he one of the greatest blues artists of all time, but Blake seemed to have had the been the primary developer of fingerstyle ragtime on the guitar. The six string 
equivalent to playing ragtime on the piano. So it seems like uh, Blind Blake developed that style um, playing guitar. Um, Blake mastered this form so completely that few, if any, guitar artists um, who have learned to play in the style wasn't able to play it. Um, Blind Blake was the only one that was able, he was so good in in, um, playing that type of style. Blind Blake was most frequently recorded at in the Paramount Records race catalog. Um, Paramount waxed him as often as they could, as he was one of their best-selling artists. One would surmise, given Blind Blake's important celebrity status, popularity, and sizable recorded output, that he would um, know something about. You know, there would be a lot more information about this man, but. After a few, um, after more than five decades of searching on experts um, on behalf of Blind Blake, um, it still is little known about his life, early life. Um, again, typical of, of the early um, blues artists who, you know, you, you just didn't know anything about him and them until they became famous and start recording their songs. At one point, a theory was um, advanced that Blind Blake's true name, again, was Arthur Phelps. And it was under the name Blake um, in Sheldon Harris's blues, Who's Who. Um, Like I said, he was uh, known um, briefly um, to have lived in or born in either Jacksonville, Florida. It seemed like that's some more of the the theme that he was in Jacksonville, Florida is where he was born. Um, So I'm going to assume that's probably where he was from. Uh, Let's see. As far as his his career, um, he made his first early recordings in 1926 and his record sold very well. His first solo record was Early Morning Blues with West Coast Blues on the B-side of the record. Both are considered excellent examples of his ragtime-based guitar style and were prototypes for the Bergewing um, Piedmont Blues. Okay. Um, He made his last recordings in 1932. Um, at the end of his career, aided by uh, Paramount's, evidently Paramount Records, went bankrupt. Um, in 1932, after that, he kind of drifted back to Jacksonville and lived there a few more years. And there... He met and married Beatrice McGee, but this was around, this was, well, okay, this was around 31. In 1931, he met and married Beatrice McGee. Um, Just before, um, like I said, he went, after he made his last record in 32, he went back to Jacksonville. That's where he became um, married. But then 
I guess he went back up to north, to the north, and um, went to Chicago. And uh, he did some playing there. And in um, 1934, it says that uh, he died there. But then it, it says he died in um, Milwaukee. So again, th- th- this... Everything is so contradictory. You you really don't know. Um, his death was either a pulmonary um, tuberculosis um, brought on by pneumonia. Some said he froze to death. I mean, he you know uh, he started drinking and fell, and um, he became sick had pneumonia and ultimately died on December 1st of 1934. Um, Beatrice Blake summoned an ambulance and he suffered a pulmonary hemorrhage and died on the way to the hospital. And as I said, his cause of death was listed as a pulmonary tuberculosis and he was buried in Glen Oak Cemetery in Glendale, Wisconsin in a um, previously unmarked grave, but now, um, I guess now it it, ha- it is marked. And he was inducted into the Blues Hall of Fame in 1990. So this is, this is, this was a actual kind of a, kind of a difficult and inconsistent um biography this week because again he kind of like disappeared for a while so I mean his records are are not chronological or or consistent the um, information that I found was in there was a lot of inconsistencies I mean he could have been here he could have been born there he could have you know recorded up here up in Chicago or he you know went to um Wisconsin. So, I mean, it, there's a lot of inconsistency, but the, the main thing was of, about him. The most famous thing about him is that he discovered um, the peep, um, East coast Piedmont blues and his ability to um, his finger playing um, was uh, equivalent to rack time of playing the piano. And he, he was able to, um, perfect that on a six string guitar. And he just had, I mean, they said he had one of the best playing of of that type of music around. So that is blind Blake, not too much. Um, It's one of those, you know, (laughs) he's known, but then he's not known. You know what I mean? It's one of those, you know, artists is that, you know, you have to mention him because he has um, made an effect on on the blues genre. But again, his um, his story is very, um, very limited. Okay, so Blind Blake, that was it for this week. Next week, um, I'm going to do another female blues, early blues artist. And this one would be about Ida Cox. 
So again, um, if you have any suggestions of any um, other blues artists that you would like me to talk about, um, go to www.morewineandmusic.com. Um, leave your comments and your suggestions. If you are a music uh, junkie or music uh, historian and you would like to uh, be a guest on the show, uh, again, go to www.morewineandmusic.com. Hit the appointment tab, sign up, um, and um, I will um, get back with you and then we can collaborate and um, schedule a time for a show. And that's it. So you guys stay safe and I will talk to you next week. Episode seven on Ida Cox. Okay. Bye.